0: Episode 6666 is the continuation of last week's episode. A to Z, innit? We segue around a bit in between the songs, but now we can give all our attention to hooks in you. Indeed, and uh, talk about the lyrics, for example. Mm-hmm. Hooks in you, <laughs> hooks in the ceiling for that well hung feeling. No big deal, no big sin. Okay, so this
1: is this also is sort of the reason the reason why the, the fucking glam rock <laughs> losers like this thing is they're still doing fucking yeah. double entendre things they have to put in every song just to you know keep them interested. Um, Yes, I'm harsh. going to
0: come in with the same line and see if you defend this one as well. Uh, uh-huh. I don't like the lyrics in this no, song. No, no, I, don't no, think no, no I think
1: I was pretty clear right now. I'm not going to defend the lyrics. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was my guess too. But it you know, I don't like them. I don't think they're good at all. It's just, they're actually annoying me, the lyrics in this uh-huh. song. I get annoyed by these mm-hmm. lyrics. It's like, what is
2: he trying to do? Is this a Metzli-Kru I get anno- yes, I what what is. Is. annoyed by the song, so I can't really say much more. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I used to have it on very low in my maiden rankings you know the song I really didn't like but then you know I think it was not one of those Smith mania faces I had I, I saw his name there and I realized oh sh- I gotta listen and and then I heard that the chorus had a bit of like a cabriolet open car vibe <laughs> to it
1: Dun, dun, yeah. da, 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 da. It sounds um, like it sounds like when you did it like that, it reminds me of the Elton John song, uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, and that's a much better yeah, song. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's a much uh, better
1: probably song. Probably, it's yep. a much better song. Also oh, yeah, a, bit like,
0: ha- Van, a bit Van Halen, mm. you
1: know, uh, which yeah.
0: they also have way better songs than that, uh, yeah. than, than, than Hooks in You. Oh. And, you know, the lyrics annoy me, the title annoys me, because I feel like they made a song and they wanted it to be hooky. And then they named it hooks in you. I mean, maybe it just annoys me too. It's an annoying song. It's not particularly shit. I I feel. I feel just throwing
1: in the twenty two bit is just to sort of have it some sort of very sort of loose connection to. Uh, It doesn't really (laughs) have (laughs) a
2: connection at all. It's just that he was (laughs) short on words, I think, and it sort of rhymed to view with view. So Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And here, even more, the thing that they try to be. Part of the new wave, the non-fantasy wave. You now we're gonna make sex song,
2: you know, because and, and that was fashionable uh, uh, three years it, ago. We're gonna make it now. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I asked before in this pod, but it, it didn't get the cut. It didn't, it didn't make the cut. But I asked, have any one of you ever consciously made a song, uh, a sex song? No, I've not. Sex lyric? No. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's not, it's not appealing. It's not really no. appealing. I mean, I could write a love song. I'm old enough for that now. But uh, yeah, but that's, that's song, different. That's uh, different. Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, no, it's just tacky. It's kind of tacky. What do you think, Dave? Um, About the lyrics in the song? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the lyrics. Yeah, that. The the thing is, I mean, I I spoke about holy smoke and the 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 fact that I do like that it's as a bit of social commentary or or whatever you want to call it, um, and 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 breaking the mold, I guess the 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 traditional maiden mold. But when you get to this point. And yeah, it's not traditional, made, and it's they've went too far. have This is obviously this isn't social commentary, but it's trying to be playful, and it's it's it's. You know, I don't know, Eric, the say tacky there. Yeah, it's it's. What about actually one of the strangely one of the things that that annoys me about the the lyrics in this is the rhyming thing. It doesn't rhyme in the right yeah. places. <laughs> ah, lazy. <laughs>
1: You and number twenty two behind my green door, there's nothing to see. Is that a feature? What kind of creature
0: would hang around waiting for a guy like me? Stone, sober, sit in
1: silence, lay back, look at the sympathy. I like a girl who knows where she's bound. I don't like girls who've
3: been hanging around. I've got the keys to view at number twenty two behind my green there's door, nothing there's to nothing see. to see. And- <laughs> you're like what My, <laughs> you know that should have that c should be rhyming with the you know the two yeah. sentences back you know yeah. you know it's, it's that kind of thing so i always think what the fuck is this meant to be you know is it you know so it does rhyme in certain parts mm. but it's almost too late because by that point you've uh. fucked it you know you you, you just <laughs> yeah you <know? laughs> yeah I agree. Um, so so and and another thing about it is when it gets to the chorus and it's the you know the hooks and you hooks and me it's like and it's just bruce's (laughs) single voice as well it's like you stick a stick a harmony behind that or something fat now a little bit you know Mm. bring it to life it just feels very uh, yeah very uh, the the thing about it is the guitar tone on it you know because i'm assuming it's yannick playing it um, because it sounds more like Yannick's tone than Davies tone, I I, I don't know, but it's 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 very thick. It's actually mm-hmm. a really good sound. It's actually the guitar yeah. sound really good, mm-hmm. and like and the riff is kind of it's kind of almost like that two minutes to midnight. You vibe mean the, it, you the, the the main riff in yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Yeah, Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty weak riff, I would say. Yeah, but yeah, the, it's, it's,
0: it, it works, the, I
3: guess. You know? Yeah, I mean the riff the riff itself. Yeah, whatever. I'm not too fussed with it, but the the sound of it it actually sounds really really good. Really really sound, good sounds. But they, you know, and it's interesting because I remember, um, I do remember this from way back and I've I've probably reread these interviews through the 90s and things like that, but I remember Steve talking about, you know, the lead up to the album coming out and there's an interview with him in Kerrang, and he's talking about... You know, Adrian led left, and and the reason he left because Maiden were moving in a very heavy direction.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> and it's like so it was like a company. Nah, line. yeah, no, no, it's no, that's yeah. not the case clearly. And but then Adrian, I think Adrian had made the point. I, I'm sure I read an interview with Adrian in the '90s, and he was talking about the reason he left. Really, was because you know they were talking about going back to like killers and things like that, and I thought we should be progressing. Yeah. We shouldn't be going backwards. so mm. you know we should be going forward. And that sort of put him off. So, so, so I guess where am I going with this? Um It's interesting because Adrian would have written that. Well, Adrian did write the music to that. But what Reported. was he? What? Yeah, yeah. What was he imagining it to be then? You know, because to me, after Seven Son, and he's writes something like that. But he, but to me, it's almost almost going back, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to moving uh-huh. forward, so it's, it's kind of strange to me, um, maybe maybe a, a different idea lyrically for it, or, you know um, well, Maybe bop, he tried bop. it
0: once, and maybe he didn't even feel that song that maybe yeah. would have been maybe him sun- leaving you know? Yeah,
3: maybe it was something on a tape, and Steve went, yeah, yeah but oh, yeah. just got to take it, and Adrian's went, yeah, well I wonder what Adrian what Adrian thought of the the version yeah. that they did. I always always wonder what his his opinion of it is. You know what they actually um, I mean, <laughs> did with they,
2: it. <laughs> Adrian and pals did play it with the Untouchables in the early 90s, but the lyrics mm. were different. So which sort of confirms ah, that the lyrics are better Bruce's than lyrics. Could be a better song.
3: Yeah. <laughs> ah, so the Bruce lyrics. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it just
2: uh-huh. as I was thinking here about the 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 sort of like. Saucy sexual nature of the lyrics. Actually, they're not that far away from a lot of lyrics on Tattooed Millionaire, but I think they might yeah, be a yeah. little, mm, little better executed on Tattooed, Tattooed
0: Millionaire. Tattooed Millionaire is also an album with lyrics. I yeah. don't agree. No, with. neither
1: do I. But yeah, I mean, you have in a yeah.
0: time when a man was a man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. I mean, does he sing that? Does he actually sing that
0: specifically? Uh, not that uh, better phrase better phrased. exact same message no moth too tough but, uh, look up born in 58 and you can I, see I know that he doesn't sing that in that's. song <laughs> There's something about a man was a man but better phrased uh, okay I'm slightly, gonna, i need to disprove this Sorry. ever so slightly better phrased, but it's just that's a crap lyric yeah it's, it's that's nostalgia that's so... in, the, in the weird in the wrong way
3: but Hen- yeah. henrik's right i mean that that song i mean the hooks and you the way it sounds would we, sit on tattooed millionaire no problem mm. which is you know which, which again makes it all the more interesting because it was bruce and Yarrick that wrote that mm. album um mm. and now you've got a song with adrian and bruce that sounds like it could have sat on that album too so it's it's yep. kind of it's kind of interesting. On that point that
0: you brought up, I think it's a good time. I, I made two notes. I normally make zero notes. I made two notes for this episode. One was that solo thing, and the other one is like a, a, a pretty big point that I felt was interesting to talk about. And my, my I can just read out my my note here. It says, "Back to the roots. Is it ever really a good idea? What do you think? We're talking albums like uh, I mean, Saint Anger was some kind of attempt at that. I think to make yeah. go primitive again and." Many bands have done this. Like, now we're back to our old bluesy self. Sabbath 13, I think, was a bad album as well. And for me, I would say pretty much no to that question. It's never a good
2: idea mm-hmm. to go back
0: to the roots. You shouldn't do that. Uh, but what do you think, guys? I, I agree. Maybe we can elaborate a bit on it. If
2: we're going to keep the answer short, I do agree. Because I can't really see the point. I mean, they're, they're never going to be 19 years old again. So they're, yeah. they're, right. even if they're going to try, they're going to be trying... I mean, as you famously talked about, Granddad Steve doing things. And I mean, we can start seeing things yeah. already in the 90s of Steve being a bit older when doing things. So, Yep. Yeah, his father's yeah. face. <laughs> but yeah.
0: <laughs> his, his, his face is irreverent. Mm. But uh, what do you think, Eric? It's nice if you don't agree with me. It's I don't agree when you. don't, no. but I think this one is hard not to agree with. Do you
1: want me to not? See, you want me to, to? I need to be now. I mean, you have to be honest. But I can whip not, up an it, answer where I'm very, very it, much yeah. for going back to your roots, if you want. But I think rather, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous for someone who's idea. in their in their in like fucking like you know 40s to attempt to do something like like as if they were 19, because yeah. that's not what they are anymore. Even though like, some people like them, that's you know, like like I was talking to someone today or it was yesterday about pearl Jam and infamously people always want them to there's a certain group of fans you know they they follow all the facebook pages they do all the shit but they haven't liked anything since the first album and like so maybe they're gonna do stuff <laughs> yeah. differently now that they're in their you know their 50s than they did when they were you know like, you know, like 18 um <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and that's probably no, no, no. a good thing because you you know because you know you have the ones who keep doing things the same way that they're they're not around for that long usually I think like so yeah. too,
0: like uh, uh, one of my recent listenings was uh, Thunder Lightning, I think Lizzy. Mm. And I think that's an album that is hard. It's harder than the previous material. It's more yeah, yeah. Uh, more hard hitting, but it's not yeah. trying to go back to anything. It, no. a, actually, rather looking forward on their mm. very last album, which I think is like, I think they got 12 albums, 11 albums. Yeah, a, a fair uh, few yeah. albums yeah. for those years. Mm. And, and they're not at all doing A No Prayer on mm. that one, you know. No. And I think Phil was in a similar age at that time, mid-thirties, something like that, at least Mm. reaching, uh,
2: Mm. but
0: still being
2: way cooler, I think. It's an interesting question overall, because we're still seeing all these old bands. They still exist. Well, Charlie Watts died last year, but I mean, we still see the Rolling Stones to some capacity. And now we, Mm -hmm. I mean, we do have Iron Maiden. And if you're asking me, I'm going to say they made the same album for 20 years, but some people are going to say they progress and some are going to say they just, but they're not looking back, backwards, I mean, trying to recreate Brave New World. They're just doing yeah. what they feel is their best album. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I guess, it, I guess it's a, a huge point is where you sort of like started listening to the band as well. Yeah. I would love to have the perspective of hearing them on Brave New World for the first time and mm-hmm. then look back at other stuff.
0: Uh, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually. Eric can agree with me. Definitely, a yeah, starting yeah. point. Mm. But but yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the case, and I, I, it's just an interesting thing. I guess I w- I'm never that categorical. Uh, so I, of course, you can try and go back to the roots. Maybe you can succeed. It's not impossible.
3: It yeah, could be done. I, I, yeah, no. I, I, could, I think it could be done, and, and I think there is one exception to the rule, probably for me, um, but it has worked. Um, and that's probably firepower with uh, Judas this priest stuff. I, th- I felt that they they did go back, but they actually did produce a, a good album yeah, as a very result. Solid. Of it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, okay, it's not anything new. I mean, I mean, you could say okay, Nost- at the end of the day, what do you want? Do you want good music or do you want bad music? Yeah, they tried to put. I, I like the album. They so tried yeah. to, they,
0: it's a bit long, but they tried, too many songs. But I yeah,
3: like it, yeah, yeah, they you know they tried Nostradamus and it was awful, that was, that was and the they tried to progress, worse, and, yeah. and that's. And even, even the song Loch Ness on uh, Angel of Retribution is absolutely abysmal. <laughs> it's awful. Um, so they've tried that and and it's shit. Yeah. So, you know, do what you do best. So, you know, Andy Sneap going in with them, come on, guys, let's get the energy back again and they, they produce firepower. Yeah. So it can work, it can work. But I, I do agree as a whole, it probably doesn't. Um, 13 for me is a. I can see some some good ideas mm-hmm. on 13, but it sounds like shit because Rick Rubin... And Rick Rubin just, is famous for doing this. Yeah, just fucking up the sound of everything, yeah. We drove
0: yeah. Greg crazy the other week, you know, by, by talking yeah. about Rick Rubin and how he's exactly doing doing this. He's exactly <laughs> ordering <laughs> it's a-
3: them to go back to the roots, right? He's yeah. doing exactly yeah. that. Mm. Actually, just uh, just just do very quickly, sorry. Um, on Rick Rubin, um, just, just one thing that popped into my head. Um, I, I went to see uh, Tony Iommi, talk he was doing a you know a a live interview on stage and you know he was was speaking and he was talking about the making of 13 so he he said that Rick Rubin uh, he he turns up to the studio and Rick says to him I've got this guy who's got your sound down to the absolute you know exactly the sound you had in 1973 and here it is and and, and Tony said sorry what it's my sound I know what my sound (laughs) is this is no, take it all and just just get rid of it. Here's my stuff, here's my setup, here's my engineer who's going to set up my gear. This is my sound. In other words, fuck off, don't tell me what my sound is, mm. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> they did try mm. to make an album with him, I think, around 10 years prior or something, and it failed, yeah. so I guess yeah, mm. it right, might yeah, have been yeah, because of yeah, exactly yeah, could, that, you know? <laughs> oh, that's probably the problem fucking
1: Rick Rubin probably did on Metallica's Death Magnetic, because that album sounds horrible oh yeah no, that's, yes, what, yes, that's what he did yeah. like so we're gonna try Sonic to recapture what he didn't just yeah. for
0: all Sonic Atrocity yeah. and I do I know Metallica but yeah that album I like the songs way more than I like how the album sounds there's, there's like three really good songs yeah. on it uh, All Nightmare Long All Nightmare yeah. Long is great uh, I, just, I, just the don't, comes I just don't
1: like it sounds really it doesn't yeah it, doesn't it sounds horrible sounds
0: horrible my demos from my teens sound better almost
3: you know and then you've got Rain and Blood, which just sounds absolutely colossal. Yeah. You know, it sounds an amazing, amazing sounding album, but it, it just. He just quickly lost it, you know. I think I think that he maybe had another three or four years of decent sounding albums, yeah. and some sound awful. You know, the first Danzig album produced sounds But it sounds kind of cool, though, but you know, I'm also it's...
0: a big fan of that album, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do like the songs, but it's does It's, weird. Sound, it's I mean, almost like Injustice for All yeah. again. There's no bass again. Yeah, I don't know, it's yeah. weird. And head <laughs> head on
1: it too, right? Yeah. People also, I probably mentioned this when when we were talking about it with Greg and Ben, but I think Rick also gets quite a bit of a... Uh, uh, Undo credit when they say, like, "Oh, but he did. He worked wonders with Johnny Cash." Like, no, he didn't. Johnny Cash worked nah, wonders with Johnny, he, he Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, he put an
0: expensive mic. He put an expensive mic in front of him. Yeah, that's and then what
1: it, much, anything yeah, magic yeah. happened was just because fucking Johnny Cash with the guitar in yeah. front of you. Of course, and, and he then he said
0: no overdubs.
1: Yeah. You know, that's what he did. So, yeah, but it's still it, but work. That <laughs> I mean,
0: I think not <laughs> heroic. It's not heroic. Yeah, yeah you could have done no. it. Yeah, definitely.
3: I mean, even when we we talked about it in our in one of our episodes that's unrelated to Queen. We you know it's it's actually not out yet, yeah. but it's we're talking about ac and they and they talk and he obviously produced Ballbreaker in 1995 for ACDC but apparently you know he was barely in the studio it it sounds great and that. I heard yeah. I basically made, made the album yeah, the you know so. like the, the Fuhrer is one of yeah. my favourite I really yeah, like yeah. Ball Breaker, actually. So the, like, the
0: whole goes, album, yeah, the whole you know, part it's part is not that strong all the way through. But that goes for a lot. No, no, that's a few moments. Down. Yeah. So the ac A to Z that doesn't have a good ring to it at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <A-Z-Z-Z>.
0: yeah. A to C, okay. A Z D Z.
3: Where are we? What? Where well, we are? Well, we're talking about going. We we're talking about, um you know, is it always good to go back back to the roots? Uh, uh, what, one thing I would just say finally on that for me, and I know I've been talking a lot, No When you when you compare No Prayer to Fear of the Dark, um, I feel that Fear of the Dark is almost worse for going back to roots, if you want to call it that. Because to me, Fear of the Dark sounds like an album, and that was the first the first album that I made an album I bought with my own, own money. Mm-hmm. I actually skipped school to go yeah. up and buy the, <laughs> to go to the shops and buy the album, Perfect. you know, and um, and. And for me, that album is 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 like a heavy rock album. It's like it's like they're going back to like like almost like seventies type type vibes and a lot of it. You know, you're gonna be Quicker with dead, which is obviously like I would say that's a progressive mm. Maiden song because it's it's kind of moving the sound yeah. forward a little bit. You've got the title track, which is much better live than it is on the album, um, but the rest of it is much a muchness. It's it's just maybe Judas Be My Guide's a, a, a good example of that, or, a a more progressive Maiden tune, but the rest of it is. Fairly low standards mm-hmm. and, and, and very plaudy, and just yeah. it's just like hard. Yeah, rock. No,
2: it's a worse, it's not, it's, it's not worse than no prayer. Yeah, I mean, think. they, yeah, I, I think yeah. so.
3: Yeah, I think <laughs> no prayers are better. I totally around,
2: agree. Yeah. I mean, they tried too hard to find something that they thought they might have lost instead yeah. of trying to go forward. <laughs> yeah. They sort of look back, and it yeah, didn't yeah. Really, I mean, Bruce has mentioned this in interviews in the 90s. That's one of the reasons yeah. why he sort of got cold feet.
0: Yep. No, the album is mm. just, yeah. it's just not strong. It's just, it just doesn't hold up the standards at all. And I agree with you. There's a lot of like, butt rock on it, you know? Like well, yeah. Warrior, Chains yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, of Misery, <laughs> yeah. The Apparition, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. From Here yeah. to Eternity. It's a lot of that, um, mm. basically yeah. crap. Basically full-on crap on that album. Half of it. Yeah.
1: Now, who did we have for The yeah. Fear of the Dark? Was that Dan we had for that? No, uh, Fergal. Oh, it was Fergal. I th- I th- no. I th- I th- yeah, it was Fergal. Yeah, right, it was a, I a, thought yeah. that...
3: I was listening to that episode while watching my son play football. He was playing football on a Saturday morning and I had the earphones on while watching my son play football. I was listening to that episode. It's always interesting (laughs) to hear that,
0: like, the the actual... uh, What's the word? Environment of a listener. No. Someone someone like walking yeah, in yeah. the mountains in Norway. That was also strange. And he's listening to holy, me talking yeah, about yeah. holy smoke. Well, not exactly that. But
1: <laughs> or is he? No. Yeah. I mean uh, time traveling with Fate's warning. Or even or even yeah. yeah. <laughs> really old.
0: Really old reference there. No, but also
1: I just recall like when we, it was one of those episodes where we did um no, maybe we did another Fear of the Dark tune with, with uh, Dan, because I think he was in something. Anyways, it doesn't matter, but that's not really the point. The point is, mm-hmm. we, we we looked at an interview with Bruce from that era, and he sounds so incredibly bored.
0: You pointed that out, yeah. Mm, he yeah. sounded like not liking life. No. And uh, as you said, so clearly annoyed with Steve.
3: Yeah. Have you, have you seen the interview that Bruce does? It's the album Party Launch, the, the album launch yeah. party sorry the album launch party for fear of the dark and bruce is pissed yeah. oh, and he and he says this is one. this is the best album in yeah. the world oh. we, we've made the best album in the oh, world sad you know and he says it a few times and it's he almost even like believe that no yeah it's it's, it's clear it's almost I, I don't know if he's taking the piss maybe out of himself almost a, a little bit or he's just trying to kind of have just just you know those thoughts are coming to his head should i leave should yeah. i not let's let's just put those to the back of the head and just pretend I'm having the time of my life here when I'm really not. It reminds me
0: very much of when they asked Peter Dinklage about the last Game of Thrones season and he said, you guys are in for it.
2: It's a little bit Avengers Assemble. It's a little
0: bit kind of like... Well, that was totally what season seven was all about, yeah. wasn't it?
1: <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Character development? <laughs> Lob it all Story! <laughs>
0: I really need to shut You're up You're brave? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my God. Joe's not going like, to be in Star Wars. No, but this
1: I couldn't let you go without asking you a little question about Game of Thrones. Sure. If you could describe the season finale of Game of Thrones in one word, how would you describe it?
2: Disappointing. (laughs)
1: Disappointing?
2: No. No epic. I don't know. One of those ones.
1: How do you feel about the way that it ends?
0: Um, There are no better writers in television than Dan Weiss and David Benioff. They ended it brilliantly, better than I could have imagined. And uh, you people are in for it. (laughs) You people.
1: Are in for
0: it? It's amazing. <laughs> like, you can tell by like, he can't say anything yeah, bad. Yeah, you know, just, he's yeah, under yeah. contract and stuff. No. But it's like he's clearly yeah. disappointed with with the yeah. last season. Yeah, yeah. You guys are in for it. <laughs> yeah, they are the best in television.
2: Hey, all.
0: This is uh, Johnny Headline from the editing chair and I just realized we didn't touch on this part of the song in the episode so I'm doing it now. I think it's the best part of the song musically, the three note arpeggio thing that's going round and round. Certainly a bit of Adrian flavor in it. And then we go for soloing. Not a very strong solo for Maiden standards, I have to say. And then harmony, sort of a crazy harmony. I like it.
1: And that sort of concludes the good part of the song. Here we go. So I'm just going to uh, go out on a limb and say this probably is not going on the list, is it? Nope. it's
0: not going on the list, but I would say it's an honorary uh, reject for me. A bit of an honorary ge- reject because musically I don't really mind it so much. Musically, it's pretty okay to me. But Has any other songs been on the honorary reject list? No, this is also unprecedented. <laughs> 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 it's a new year, Henrik. It's a new year, new new podcast. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. but, but where's this? Where's no, this, no, uh, this not, not
1: honorary rejects list that I don't, I'm not aware of? Because <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, that's it. Honorary rejects <laughs> consists of ho- hooks and you. Yeah. yeah all right. Fair end. enough.
1: Yeah. Because of it, yeah.
0: I like the riffs, Uh, I think it could have been a good song definitely would have needed other lyrics to me, it's not Mm. like optional, like it would have been better with other lyrics to me it would have needed other lyrics Mm -hmm. I don't want to see them do it live, even if it's rare, it's like nah don't do it I, I'd because like to see. It's, it's, it's awkward, you know.
1: I would even like to see, you know, yeah. don't look to the eyes of a stranger live, just because I haven't seen it live. I mean, I'd I don't rather
0: don't... see that than this one live, because at least that one has a maiden vibe. I don't know. I don't know. This song is just yeah. not hitting it, you know. I'm you know, not
2: feeling it. Did drop. You know? Don't look to the eyes of a stranger before they came to Scandinavia, which bug, bugs me a bit. But so they
1: have done that live. I though. think they did it. We I mean, have,
2: the first yeah. gigs they did on the Virtual Eleven tour were oh like yeah, two hours, fifteen minutes, something like that. I don't know what what they wanted Poor to blaze. subject blaze Poor to. Blaze.
1: That would have been 98, I guess, right? Yeah. And I think oh, it's on guy. the first yes,
2: gigs. Uh, yeah. They actually did Don't Look right. to the Eyes of a Stranger. It's sort of That's like the,
3: It's the, when they try the yeah. songs I, out. I saw Maiden twice on that tour as well. I saw them on, at Brixton Academy. Mm. And then I saw them yeah. in Glasgow um, as well, twice on that tour. But I can't remember if they played that song in either of the gigs, well, I, um, to be honest. Um, but, they did do but, it.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. But I in yeah, France right, or something okay. like that. No, even even, even right. on the first... Uh, the uh, so they, they did a secret gig... Um, I guess as a tour warm up kind of situation, where they d- debuted a bunch of they were they were in uh, in Norwich uh, at some place called the Oval. The Rock Oval, House. yeah. Mm. And they did like uh, they they was a fucking twenty four twenty six song set list.
2: Yeah, it's
0: very oh very
2: God. long uh, in the
0: beginning. That must be insane. a case of just you know unstoppable Steve. Like no one is telling him stop, Steve. And even you know playing a song like uh, that one and then dropping it is typical. Uh, Steve just says we're gonna play it, you know. And then we're gonna play yeah, it, and yeah. then afterwards he's like, "All uh-huh. right, didn't work." Well, you know, well, to, be fair, to be fair, Loneliness of the long-distance runner two no. times. What up? Loneliness of the long-distance runner played it two times, and no. it's just, "No, doesn't mm-hmm. work." Or well, Stranger in a Strange Land on ninety-nine.
1: The gig after Ovile L- L- when they when they did get to France, they did trim the set list to a tight twenty songs. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> poor Blaze again.
0: Poor Blaze. Well, I
1: mean, which were yeah. the six? One, which yeah. were the six
2: ones that they? took away All right, well,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll read them both um, here we go <laughs> to, to quote Peter Dinklage you're in for a treat honorary rege-
0: rejects right <laughs> yeah
1: alright so uh first night we got future real angel the gambler oh my god Light, lightning strikes twice man on the edge heaven can wait for, uh, fortunes of war the clans man when two worlds collide two minutes of midnight the educated fool don't look to the eyes of a stranger, hallowed be thy name, afraid to suit strangers, the evil Edmund do, the clairvoyant, fear of the dark, iron maiden, number of the beast, the trooper, sanctuary, lord What's of the flies, the blood on the world's hands, the aftermath, sign of the cross, Murders in the roomwork, and ending everything with Wrathchild. That must have okay. been the
0: most labor intense vocal gig ever for that band, yeah. and with days okay. of that, you know. Yeah, but a, so lot, of second,
1: it, a lot of it that's was. That's labor from,
0: intense A lot of songs with a lot of lyrics too. Yeah. Like, there's no like the parchment with yeah. five minutes mm-hmm. off or anything. No, this is like he's
2: spitting it for two hours but straight. It, but, more. but it's it's a lot of X Factor material that that gets dropped for the tour then later. So. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the next
1: time next yeah. gig, like the night after, probably let's see, maybe the night after. So this was on the 26th of April. No, oh, so yeah. So there's four days between these gigs. On the 26th of April, they were in, uh, in France, and they did uh, Future Real, Angel the Gambler, Lightning Strikes Twice, Man on the Edge, Heaven Can Wait, Forces of War, The Clansman, When Two Worlds Collide, Two Minutes to Midnight, The Educated Fool, Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger, Hallow Be Thy Name, Afraid of Two Strangers, The Evil leftman Do, Clairvoyant, Fear of the Dark, Iron Maiden, and then they just won Encore, which was Number of the Beast, The Trooper, and Sanctuary. Hmm. So a lot of the uh, X Factor shit was was dropped. Yeah. Mm. So so the stuff he actually could do. The stuff he actually could. Yeah, that's really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 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 mm. bizarre. Yeah.
3: Um, I mean the, the the thing is we talked about um, I guess Maiden you know going back to roots or whatever you want yeah. to call it. But when when I first heard um, you know when I, when I first heard Man on the Edge it was actually at Donington ninety five after that you know I was there and Metallica headlined it. And they played "Man on the Edge" through the PA, so it hadn't actually
1: come oh, out as a mm. single
3: yet. And there was all these flyers going about with the new main single and had the, had the um, you know, the artwork and all that. And I thought, yeah, this is this is really cool. And then when I heard "Sign of the Cross," you know, the first song on that, I thought, yeah, this is this is kind of kind of capturing it again. They're kind of got get you know getting back to, and then the rest of the album was you know as as what it is. It's patchy. There's some good moments, some some not so it's good just moments. It's too long. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, they could have yeah. trimmed down and it's to It's
3: infinitely better than v- Virtual Eleven, though. You know, although Virtual Eleven is very short, <laughs> I think X is still a better album for me. You well, know? I, mean,
1: I mean we we we've discussed quite a bit on the pod that we I uh, maybe we haven't been on the pod too much. Me and Jonathan have m- agree like Sign of the Cross is probably the best thing they did during the nineties. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But I do I do like that the, exactly. I do like there's there's stuff that I could probably you could probably get together like a you know, I mean, just there's certain songs you could trim trim off the list, but, you know, because it's, what's it, like 14 songs mm. long? I mean, you could probably get down to eight songs that, mm. yeah. know, that really work.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, Blood in the World Sands, I, I think that's, a, I, think
2: that's I think there is good material on these albums. It's just that they didn't really focus. They didn't really fight for it. They just, oh, this is a song, and then yeah. they presented yeah. it and recorded it. And I think that's yeah. really especially Virtual 11, because they sort of recorded it blind. They didn't even have vocal lines. So it's... I think it's yeah.
0: a great point about fighting. And I think actually Steve and Bruce, they always fought. They said it too. Steve, Bruce and Nico, they always fought yeah. up until a certain point. And <clears> I think, you know, I think it was actually a Swedish uh, sort of indie rock, indie pop band, Mandu And they said that, you know, they were splitting up and they asked him uh, what's going to happen with the band. And he said, first we've got to define what is the band. And uh, to him, it was uh, sort of the... Friction yeah. between the two leaders yes, of the band. And clearly, the case with yeah. Maiden as well, and many other bands. You know, you have Hetfield, Ulrich, for example. Mm. Mm. Uh, classic, yeah, classic, classic coalition. And I think it's lost a little bit. Uh, even yeah. just kind of, I've been with Henrik and and and, and David here. Like it's lost a bit in the 2000s. It's a bit too feeling good band. But also, I yeah. grant them just feeling good. Yeah, <laughs> they sh- don't have sh- to fight I. just to make to make <laughs> uh, Flash of the Blade again or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I think, I think for me, I think Some, if the lyrics had progressed a little bit more, I I would be more forgiven. Mm. But I think the lyrics almost sound like they were written by a 14-year-old. Sometimes, yeah. But also,
0: you have to think it's a naive kind of band. You know, it it has a naive style. The The style is stylistically naive. I think. And also, maybe they are naive.
3: I don't know. But yeah, no. I think some of the ones, some of the lyrics in the '80s, you could consider naive, but they were just written better. They were just written with with more care mm. and attention, and pre- presented more of an atmosphere than, than yeah. what they, they. I feel like they they, they just can't create the, the atmospheres that they used to be. Able maybe to they tried it, well, it you more. Know? You know, yeah. they tried
0: more different. That's what I always come back Possibly, to. I yeah, think yeah. They, they had more energy yeah. to try things. And I think and now they, they go in, for the They first, invested
3: yeah. a lot
2: more into each song when it comes to effort and wanting to make it yeah, something. Yeah.
0: Most likely, mm. most yeah. likely. Very. It feels like a super ambitious band if you listen to Power Yes,
2: yeah. it
0: just sounds like ambition,
2: you yeah, know, through and through, all yeah. the I whole s- way through. I yeah. still think they sound ambitious. It's just that they're not really ho- honing their thing now. It's just they're just right, making stuff. Right,
3: right. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think, you know, the, the the you know the the word probably that a lot of people use for Maiden in the last twenty years is that they're, uh, they're progressive mm. now, and I. I I, I always struggle with that word because progressive, same, same. yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah, not terribly you know, progressive, uh, not really. No, but exactly. It's, 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 no, it's, exactly. It's very yeah. unique, though, in a way. You know, no other band yeah. sounds like Maiden yeah. still yeah. to this day. Some yeah. many no have tried, but you know,
3: yeah. But I think in terms for these big, big, long arrangements, and and sometimes I, th- I, I don't think that Maiden necessarily have the, the the musical chops to 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 create what they're trying you to create. Mean Empire of the Clouds. Yeah, 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 I, absolutely. I agree with that, Empire Empire of the Clouds is actually probably a good yeah. example of that. Yeah. If that was in the hands of of musicians with be- better chops and better, you know. Sh- you know ideas for structure yeah. that I can think a, of a many that could have done song. a
0: better a band like yeah. i listened to camel yeah. the other day uh, snow goose yeah yeah, yeah. snow goose mm. is an mm. amazing album of a similar yeah. kind of you know they sort of morse code stuff <laughs> and aviation mm. stuff and i also addressed before uh, symphony x the odyssey 21 minutes and it yeah. just flows mm. they, yeah. they, they, it's yeah. a good composition and empire of the clouds is not
3: Yeah. Just one last thing on Hooks and You. I, I bought uh, Fear of the Dark Live, Fear of the Dark Live, which was obviously on a real live one. This was the picture disc yeah. single.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
3: on the B-side, is meant to be Hooks mm-hmm. and Life. Oh, So that's meant to be the B-side. Really? But um, there was a faulty pressing. I've got a faulty pressing yeah. of it. So it's actually Tailgunner Live that's on the B-side and it's meant to be yeah. Hooks and You. So it's yeah. it's really not. weird because
2: <laughs> the, uh, the proper pressings that actually had Tailgunner are a lot more rare than the faulty pressings are. Yeah. That's right, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't have right. the proper yeah, press. Yeah.
3: The the corrected one is actually the, the rare one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I have
2: the mispress and it's the mispress has the number stamped, I think, on it while while right. the yeah, yeah. the corrected ones have the number printed on it. I think it's a difference there. Ah, uh, right, right, yeah. Nerdy stuff.
1: Interesting. I saw someone trying to sell one of those. Um in several different groups or Facebook. I mean, assuming some people spam our group as well. Um, and it was sort of like, you know, he sort of, when he was getting to a certain point in questioning, it was like, well, people would ask, you well, which version is it? And he didn't really have an answer to that. I don't know. So I didn't follow because I wasn't was it sliding, but, you know, <laughs> it's, the, it's the version you want. Yeah. You just pass I mean. <laughs> that okay, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that was going on. I just, I just, I just recalled the seeing that in several groups. I, I think he's having problems selling it. So, mm. uh, but anyway,
0: I had a question brooding here uh, for 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 our guest. Uh, mean you brewing was, or bro- you, you're brewing, you're brooding? Not brooding. It was brewing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, second second language. I'm sorry. Anyway. I I I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be a jerk. <laughs> anyway, what I was going to ask you is that mm. you mentioned Wolf last time we talked. Uh, and oh, yeah, we haven't yeah. talked about Will Spain at all in this podcast. I felt we can mention them. Like I don't remember if it was you, your
3: brother, or Joe, but uh, maybe yeah, all of you that possibly, were fans of, we of Wolfsbane Spain. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Prior yeah, yeah. to him being, yeah, in is that right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean that that's correct. Yeah. I mean, Paul was the, you know our oldest brother. He was the biggest fan. He he he'd seen them live a few times uh-huh. as well. And and um the thing about Wolfsbane, Spain the, the first again. First album was Rick Rubin, um, and it sounds like fucking shit. Again, you Rick know, they were on I'm going to be
0: coming from all,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Rick Rubin. laughs> they were on
0: the,
3: they were on the Deaf American label. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. uh, Will Spain for their first two albums. So they're on Rick Rubin's label, and they produced the first album. Um, and it and it sounds awful. It's 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 horrible. Um, but it, but there's a lot of good fun songs. It's kind of it's not quite that glam rock thing, but it's kind of like party rock uh-huh. of you know, whatever you want to call it. But it's it's good fun. But what happened is you know they kind of progressed a little bit into more more agro, more kind of like they, uh-huh. they've got a, a live album that's deleted. It's very very hard to get, and it's called Massive yeah. Noise Injection, huh. and it is ferocious sounding. The, the guitars are so weighty. It's got a real punk energy okay. to it um and um blaze is an absolute brilliant form even even his his discussion with the audience in between um the songs is brilliant because he's basically just giving the audience abuse yeah but it- <laughs> you know he's basically you know you know if you have not got your fist in the air by the mm. time this song is starts i'm gonna come down there and kill you fuckers and things like that you know he's really you know it's really it's really you know um yeah and he's like and he's calling the, the audience wankers mm. and all the rest of it but they're loving it they're lapping it up you know they're you need to try and find them. it maybe on YouTube maybe someone's put it up on YouTube but you but massive noise injection but they sound like a band full of energy <laughs> And I do remember a letter to Kerrang at the time when Blaze joined Iron Maiden, and and it was a really disappointed Bolspan fan that said, "Play massive noise injection and a real dead one back to back, and you tell me um, if Blaze has made the mm. right decision." Uh-huh. You know, and you could see the point yeah. he was making yeah. because massive noise injection compared to real dead, it's it's there's mm. no contest. Massive noise injections are far superior live album to a real dead one. Mm. Um, So you could, and I remember that, I remember actually it was Paul oldest brother phoned me, I was actually at my grand's house, and told me that Blaze was joining Iron Maiden. And I thought, oh yeah, brilliant. And he was like, no, it's fucking shit because. (laughs) <laughs> you know, mm. I like Will Spain, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, but I, I was thinking just this cool guy that I like in this band, it's got a lot of energy to him. And I thought he would bring that to, to Maiden. But I think what happened when he got to Maiden, it, it, that got tempered and, and, and Steve was, you know, you need to be professional, you need to stand there with the mic and be very poor-faced and very... Yeah. And, and I thought that was a bit of a shame. He could have brought some of that kind of energy, you know, that he had in Will Spain as a live performer to yeah, Maiden. Yeah. And I felt that maybe Steve maybe just... just Took that out of him slightly, you know. He was never ever going to be the right vocalist for Iron Maiden. He was never. He was never. it was the wrong choice. Yeah, absolutely. But as a performer, I, I don't know if maybe maybe Blaze himself was that nervous, you know. That he.
0: Well, what do you think, Henrik? I think the timing. You know, when the the spot Maiden were and the spot Blaze was at. It didn't match
2: there, there's uh, there, there's yeah, a few yeah, factors yeah. here but i mean i can totally see why maiden wanted blaze because they had had wolfsbane as a support act on the 1990 yep. tour yeah and they were a al- light they yeah. i mean as you say the massive joyce and in- joyce <laughs> massive noise injection album is <laughs> is ferocious uh so i can yeah. really see that this i mean i listened to it when i heard that he was joining and i wanted to listen to what's this thing like and i thought it was a great huh. choice but I mean, oh, wow. it didn't work for Maiden yeah. because then I think, I think it's Steve and I think Blaze was a bit too, you know, aware of, oh, this is Iron Maiden, you know, and what am I going to do? And yeah, of course mm. he
0: was. You
2: know. he, he wasn't really, he, he couldn't really do his thing because as you say, this is Iron Maiden and we're going to be professional and do that and we don't call our fans crap, you know, and all that stuff. So, so we would never tune down half a step, even though it
0: would sound better. Even,
2: I mean, and mm. I am quite <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, if yeah. someone would tune Steve Harris's bass down half a step, he wouldn't notice. He wouldn't because know. I don't think he has that kind of musicality. He's a brilliant Steve Harris, yeah, but yeah. I don't think he yeah. has that kind of musicality. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's the best Steve Harris, for sure. He's
2: the yeah. best Steve Harris, and they are few <laughs> and far between. Yeah, I mean, I mean that goes
0: back to, to yeah. Dave's point about the progressive. Uh, yeah, it's a similar thing. I don't think they they don't really have that in them, and I don't mind. I don't need that for Maiden, but uh, like yeah. you, I get a little bit yard by the phrase like, "progressive Maiden" because it's not that progressive. No. It's long, no, no. you know. It's, a, it's long a, it, form Maiden. I would it's yeah, say rather. it's cumbersome. Long form
1: Maiden.
0: <laughs> long yeah, form Maiden, yeah. or you know, just taking their time and you know, unedited Maiden, if you will. Yeah, but that's not necessarily yeah. progressive, you know. Mm. No.
3: I mean, progressive to me is when you when you basically you know kind of as Maiden did because from Iron Maiden to certainly Seven Son, that, that's a different yeah. band going through a lot of different mm-hmm. phases in their music. They they are they are, they're, they're truly progressing. Um, and you know you know I'm you know the the album by the band Rivers of Nile, uh, the the work you know that was out um, last year. You know that's that's a, a band on their fourth album that has progressed from a death metal band to a, a more you know. Intricate structures and saxophones Mm -hmm. and all these different things, so they're 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 progressing their sound as as they see. So to me, progression, you know, being progressive is not a sound. It's not a. It's what you do within the context of your band Uh that makes you progressive. You know, you know, it's not. It's it's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at all these different bits I've got in my song. We are a progressive band. Well, if you've started off like that you just a band of mm. long song. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I would say, yeah. Yeah,
0: anything that yeah. pushes the envelope for me, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be, yeah, mm. absolutely. it could even be just, absolutely. You know, it could even yes. be just making longer songs if it would push the envelope, but when Maiden are doing yeah. this, they don't really push any envelope, mm. it's, yeah. it's elongated, yeah. Yeah. and sometimes to great effect, yeah. uh, sometimes not so, but, yeah, uh, nice to get uh, to get that out of the system. Yeah, yeah, uh, Well, I absolutely. mean, we let ourselves derail a bit, but I think all of that was uh, was some interesting stuff. Uh, oh, especially yeah. hearing yeah. some of the Wolfsbane stuff is completely new to me, right? To get that perspective. Yeah. And it's very mm-hmm. interesting to hear Henrik mm-hmm. say that listening to, what was it called? Extreme Noise Terror? No, 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 massive
2: Noise Injection.
3: Oh, Extreme Noise Terror, uh, like a crust podcast. I love Extreme, I love yeah. extreme Noise Terror <laughs> yeah. as well. Massive, <laughs> noise <laughs> was but, no, massive Noise m- Injection m- Massive Noise massive Injection. Massive Noise <laughs> <laughs> Really cool
0: to hear. I didn't know this existed <laughs> until today years old and also that you actually went and checked it out mm. and heard a singer and it felt promising. <laughs> a very interesting scenario that I think many... Uh, you know even semi old maiden fans know yeah. or have experienced you know so very interesting you know like making research who is this guy mm-hmm. and, and listening and he's, he's yeah he could have done so well you know
3: yeah yeah again he's a good guy i've i've, I've met i've met blaze mm-hmm. a few times he's a good guy and he's in he's down to earth and and you know, quite happy to speak to people yep. and and take time and and chat and all that and and uh, you know, so uh, you know, I wish him all the best and all that. And and I think, I mean, when he made the Silicon Messiah album, I thought that was actually a really, really good, a really strong, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. strong album.
1: Never
0: I like that it's master puppeteer in a way. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's a very good sound again. Andy Sneap, you know that really thick. Well, it's probably sounding dated now. I wouldn't
0: say dated, but of the era, yeah, mm. for sure.
3: Of the era, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, all, all, all um, love and credit to to Blaze yeah. for you know being who he is and 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 you know taking on that Dude, job. I know. mean just uh,
1: his uh, latest album War Within me is one of my favorites from last year. I think he's he's you know he's really he's still he's still doing it. He's still doing really like you know, he's obviously a mm-hmm. better singer or he, he probably would have done a better job now than he might have done. But, yeah, that's interesting. Know, yeah, yeah. But also yeah. maybe not because it depends on it depends maybe even now. Yeah, he there's so many he has, factors, right? So yeah. many factors. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I true. I don't I don't get really get into his later work, but again Silicon Messiah and 10th Dimension I felt was really good and also the hmm. As Live as it gets, which probably it's not as live as it gets, but Anyway, I like uh, I like the yeah. live and Dangerous too, you know, so. Mm.
3: <laughs> mm. Well, that, that's, a, yeah, yeah, if it's, if it's good, you can, you can overlook these things. It sounds
0: a little bit uh, worked, worked on, you know, yeah, but uh, it's a good yeah. live album anyway. Yeah. It's a good compilation of his early years as a solo artist. And When he was only Blaze too, then he switched to Blaze Bailey when I was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, Not for yeah. that reason, yeah.
1: though. It'd be funny if he was Blaze Blaze, yeah. like, you know, Bruce yeah. Bruce.
0: Yeah. Blaze Blaze. <laughs> Blaze Blaze <laughs> and Bruce <laughs> Bruce. Uh, uh, no. The original Iron Man. Yeah. By the way, I saw this. I saw this <laughs> Easter egg. I'm not so into Easter eggs, but that one was cool. That uh, in the writing on the wall video, outside of that Belshazzar's party, the feast, uh-huh. yeah. there are two guards, and they look exactly like Dennis Stratton and Pauliano on the original Iron the, Man on the
2: album. Yeah, so the, could, the, with the, yeah, bus- the <laughs> bucket <laughs> on their head. Yeah, yeah like the bucket really head. It's really kind of weird. weird. Ah, right, so yeah, That yeah, could yeah. be a reference. <laughs> that could be a reference. It's a very, very cool reference. But I mean, book. who Just, put that there? I don't. I'm not. I, I doubt that Bruce was aware of that album cover. No,
0: no, some nerds, Some nerds, yeah, but I mean, not Bruce did the...
2: direct, did direct the video more or less. So,
0: yeah, no, but there were a lot of people involved, and he said a lot of maiden fans yeah. involved that ex Pixar uh,
2: team, and they they deliberately
3: put a few things in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That,
2: and that's a wonder. That's a wonderful thing to do. I think it's great. I mean, yeah, oh. yeah, perfect way to handle the pandemic.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would have been a video otherwise, not of that sort Probably. anyway. No, no, sixty the, animators the, and yeah. stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: I wanted to do a bit of rotation. Uh, Henrik, what have you been listening to? Uh, I'm not sure I haven't had time to listen to a lot more different stuff than last time, really. But if I'm going to mention something else, it's been a German sort of like dark jazz ensemble called Boren und der Club of Gore, which I think is really great. It's mm-hmm. very ambient and very sort of like... Film, cinematic music, noir, instrumental, saxophone, electric piano and pad synthesizer. Very Twin Peaks, if you know the television series. Cool,
1: Mm -hmm. nice. Eric, um, let's see. So, so today actually has been quite a bit of uh skunk works because I was talking to uh someone mm-hmm. on Instagram and I was talking to her about uh Bruce's solo stuff because Bruce uh, recently announced that he's gonna start working on his a new one this this spring and we start talking about He's gonna finish,
2: finish the current yeah, yeah. one. That's
1: the thing, <laughs> yeah, <I guess> that's <laughs> exactly, probably yeah. what he's doing, really. Yeah, <laughs> he has been in the works for six yeah. years. Sir. Oh, so we we started talking Chinese about uh, Sorry, uh, skunk works, and uh, I mentioned that. Yeah, you know that's one. That's pretty much my favorite one. You know, I like the other ones too, but this is that's the one I feel is the most interesting one. And we also, you know, it was it's interesting. She's a lot younger. She's like born like ninety four, so that's a little bit, quite a bit younger than me. But it, yeah, that's still her favorite. Usually, because I, I do see that album getting quite a bit of love. But it's usually been from slightly older, you know, fans more so mm-hmm. like younger. The younger mm-hmm. ones kind of more, you know, gravitate to like the, accident yeah. of birth or you know, chemical wedding. That kind chemical of chemical wedding, but, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. So anyway, skunk works, and then there was. Um, I think that's it. Actually, mm-hmm. today, oh, yeah.
0: On, on that album, I think Solar Confinement is cool. Uh, mm. I think, uh, what is that song, Dreamscapes or something? That's like cool, that? yeah. Dreamstay Dreamstay yeah. It's cool. Sure.
3: Actually, that sound works. And they the a good song, yeah. And they a good That's song. A good one. I love that. But for and me, it's own. always Chemical yeah. Wedding, you know, it's, 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 it's a massive
0: album. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was too. so surprised yeah, too. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, already at that age, I was thinking like any rock singer solo career is a wash up, except for Ozzy Osbourne, maybe. So I was so surprised yeah. that it wasn't a wash up, that it was actually good. And then on top of yeah. that, Silicon Messiah at the same times, And also, mm, Halford yeah. was pretty, pretty cool, actually, his 2000 That was good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they all kind of proved themselves as not wash-ups Yeah, then, then Halford Absolutely. went on and made
1: a couple of ill-advised Christmas albums. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> not, not
1: one, yeah. but two. Yeah, that's
2: not it. one, but two. But yeah. that, but that right. was, this, yeah. Roy C. had nothing to do with them, right?
1: No. No, I don't think so.
0: No, um, but he was involved
2: in, in, in both
0: Thales, Halford yeah.
1: and uh, Ambrose, yeah. yeah. Because actually, when I when I when uh, oh, yeah. Bruce was um, here in two thousand one for a thing, we, we were talking about I asked if he was going to be doing any touring, and the reason he couldn't do any touring at that point because he only he only really wanted to do it with Roy, and Roy was busy with Helford yeah. at that
3: point in time. So, mm. Mm. yeah, yeah, uh, I remember I saw, I, I saw Bruce in ninety eight on the on was it, ninety yeah. no it would have ninety eight okay. yeah yeah on the yeah. the Chemical Wedding tour. Um, and it was in a tiny club in Glasgow. I mean, it was a tiny club and it wasn't mm-hmm. even full. Huh. Adrian was um, there too. And I'm watching, and, and I'm watching, uh-huh. yeah. Well, Adrian wasn't. Okay. Adrian was, was, he was ill. Out. He had a. F- uh, I was a family emergency, oh, so it was, uh, it was the guitar tech that stepped in. No, that's Roy. Oh no, no, t- I'm it. talking. I'm yeah. talking yeah. nonsense. Adrian was there. Adrian <laughs> yeah. was there. It was Roy Z. <laughs> e, sorry, it was Roy Z. E that wasn't there. Okay. Um, it was Roy Z. E. Adrian was All there. Right. Sorry, <laughs> How could I <have> forget <laughs> that. Uh, oh well. <laughs> but yeah, but I do remember them playing. Um, there was there was a really interesting thing that, that Bruce did. He, he started reciting the the opening to Number of the Beast. So, mm. woe to you, I earth and see for the devil. You know, and you're like, what? Oh, they're gonna play Number of the Beast um and then um he says for this number is power slave and then <laughs> they just just jumped race right straight into power slave and i was like oh shit this is you know it was that was just incredible and then i came out the gig going i really hope mm-hmm. bruce comes back <laughs> i really yeah. hope he's got to come yeah. back but yeah it was a phenomenal mm. gig yeah
0: phenomenal. Well, gig. it was already in the air so what about your recent uh listening I've been listening to
3: the Rivers of Nile. They're a kind of uh, mm, that's very good. I've got to see that word progressive.
1: Progressive. No, I'm familiar with them. actually, <laughs> yeah, I, not super yeah, familiar, yeah. but I've, uh,
0: I've, I've, given, I've given them
3: like a half an hour of, of listening for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the new one, the Work, Walk, um, be listening mm-hmm. to that um, um, a lot recently. And another um, another band called Bob Villain. Um So it's a play, obviously, on Bob Dylan, and they're a band from London that's kind of hip hop and punk mm-hmm. sort of mixed up. It's really angry and really kind of it's uh, they're, they're really kind of um, talking about you know the racism they're facing on a daily basis and the racism you know that they're experiencing in England and all the rest of it, and um, you know and basically just living, you know living hand to mouth a lot of the time and you know so it's all this really angry kind of uh, political um, uh, yeah yeah kind of stuff And but, but it's, it's, yeah it can be hip hop one minute you know it's kind of like the g- really good beats and then next minute it could be like it could sound like Discharge or something that could work you know so mm. it's it's just yeah it's just, just really really good stuff so probably and also Black Sabbath I, I got the Sabotage deluxe box mm-hmm. set um, through um, th- today um, I'd, I'd, I'd eventually just yeah, just take my money. I'll, I'll just I'll just buy it. So that came through today so I've been I've been kind of indulging in that a little bit today as well. Right. That's cool. It's um, possibly one of my favorite, favorite Sabbath yeah. albums as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I actually
0: yeah. bought it yesterday as well is, so time to yeah. <laughs> I, I purchased, Excellent. It, purchased yeah, it yesterday yeah. Yeah, so it's on my list mm. too. I, I, um. I actually the drummer from our um, from Infinite Maiden the the cover band that I play in that was on mm. on our live show. Or our live pod. Uh, the drummer is a student, so he's not rich. And he was like, uh, "Can you buy some vinyl of me?" Uh, All right. And then it turned out to be like uh, Vertigo, <laughs> Vertigo original presses of Sabbath stuff. So nice. Had to oh, fork nice, out a bit of money, nice. but now he can
2: also oh, survive. Why didn't so he ask stuff. me? Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's <laughs> good. Yeah.
2: Yeah <laughs> right. I'll, I'll tell you next
0: time. I'll tell you next time. And I also bought some Marillion stuff because I always thought they were a corny band. I did. I thought they were too cheesy or something. And now mm-hmm. I got into Marillion. Yeah. Uh, I've only been listening to the first one so far, but uh, it's really cool. It's like Peter Gabriel, Genesis continuing.
3: Uh, yeah, t- totally. I mean, I'm a big Marillion fan as well, and um, certainly the fish era, yeah. you know, of, of Marillion. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, you know, it, it totally. You know, it, it is like a continuation of Gabriel, yep. you know. Genesis, that's a that's perfect way to, des- to describe them, actually. Very yeah. cool.
0: And combined yeah. up with Black Sabbath, you get best of both worlds, you know, like uh, the yeah, really grimy yeah. and sludgy yeah. stuff. And then this kind of yeah. nicely put together, I guess you could say. Uh, Rock music
3: from yeah, really. that's I mean, and that's the thing is you can listen to the cheesy stuff, the, the stuff that's like taking you to mystical mountains, and you can listen yeah. to stuff that's that's talking about the real stuff that's happening in the world, and it's all yeah. good, you know. It's it's you've got to mix it up, yeah, you've, yeah, got yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've got to have your escapism as well. You know? I like so, the
0: yeah. mono monophonic synthesizer leads. I always like them, you know, the kind of moog. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it works for me. Yeah, But it always did. Yeah, yeah. So that's been the listening, and oh yeah, and thunder and lightning as well. But the Lizzie is, no news. I'm i steady. Really going through everything they've done
3: yeah Lazio Lazio great yep. fantastic amazing part.
1: yeah
2: she knows it all too well
1: he comes and goes he comes and goes she knows it all
0: Renegade, before that, is my favorite Lizzie album, so always I recommend. Renegade is a great listening. So there we are, Eric. Indeed, there we are. Holy Smoke, on the list. Yes. Hooks and You, not on the list. Not on the list.
1: All right, cool. Is there there anything else we need to get through? H
0: concluded as well, this letter.
1: Is it now? Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's done. Cool. S L A I N T E. How is that
3: pronounced? It's your squall. So there's a Marillion song called Slanjava and it's on the fourth Marillion album. So when you get to that nice. point, Jonathan, you'll, you'll see that. So it's Slanjava is how you pronounce it. There we go. Or, or just in the word that's on, it's Slangiva. So
0: And what language is,
1: is that then? That's in, that's Gaelic. Yeah, Gaelic. Okay, so, so it's technically not a, a new, new language then. Yeah. yeah. Also, also. I, well, well, that. So, apologies. I, I, thought that you just meant that he's because he has a Scottish <laughs> accent. <laughs> <laughs> he was new like, like, what the fuck? That's not accent. <laughs> <laughs> he's English, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the dumb American. Uh, I'm the one who's supposed to make that mistake. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no way. No way. I would
3: so, do that. so yeah, yeah. No, no. So, so yeah. It's just this. I've been to Glasgow. Gaelic. I there. Um, so obviously the native, native Scottish, Scottish tongue. Yeah. So, but I don't speak Gaelic. That's only probably the only what I know. <laughs> <Good word>. so, <laughs> I mean, "skål" is
0: actually still part of modern-day Swedish. It's not ancient or anything. It's just you know, but it what, sounds yeah. ancient like yeah. "skål" like a so caveman nah, yeah. like "bowl". It means "bowl" too. Yeah, bowl. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Co-signed cool sound. Yeah.
0: What what is the ancient? It is there's, there's ancient Swedish, you know. I know was, that,
2: but I mean yeah. uh, my question being what, what is "skål" in ancient Swedish? I don't know if there's any records of any other word than "skål". I oh, well,
1: Probably that's why it's that "skål". It's yeah. still
2: "skål". It's both ancient and current. It's just such a
0: strong mm. word, you know. Yeah. So I guess we—it's we, time to use it. Indeed, it is. All right, from all the rest of us to of you, uh, up the irons, and scroll from the north.
3: Slangeva. So there's was waiting, Henrik. I thought Henrik. No, I like going to, to, pause. to pause. I like to pause.
1: <laughs> Wait, do you want to do? Do you want to do the and, Henrik? And, and what's yeah, the no, end? Let's not get into that. <laughs> no, and so am sorry. I'm sorry up that. the irons, and you go and, can, and then he goes Jonathan.
2: You can you can cut this yep. and in later then and. <laughs> And
1: and, 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 no, you and, both do it. And, <laughs> and,
3: and, and,
1: I think we got and, it. We got it. Sorry. and, and, got a few to choose from there. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm right. putting a stop here. Yeah, let's let's stop the recording.